0: Welcome to another episode of the Jane Rob Choy Show. I am your host, Rob McCallum. And, you know, you're expecting two of us, and we'll get there. We'll satisfy all your expectations, but just for the time being, I'm going to soak up the fact that you're dealing with just me because I'm in complete and utter control at the moment. What's that you say? No, no, put down the knife. Put down the knife. I'll bring him on, Okay okay the freddy krueger to my michael myers mr j bartlett
1: what happened to you what happened in the last little while are you okay (laughs) have you (laughs) shrank you look you look smaller you're right
0: there's a plug in for that (laughs) how are you doing
1: good man i'm tired but i'm here i got some coffee and you know it's uh, as a grown man of the age i am you know i get up early and i go to bed early now so
0: (laughs) there's nothing wrong with that i uh i fully Um, believe in that when uh, when i can fall asleep before 11 it's a good night i quite enjoy getting as much sleep
1: as possible Uh, yeah um it's oddly enough it's reverse where i used to like to stay up um I don't mind it now and I don't have much to do the next day, but I really enjoy getting up early now, which is strange getting up when it's still dark and uh, doing stuff, working on this and that and puttering just, around yeah. as the old, old folks say,
0: I but I hate as much as I love to get up early and they get the stuff done before the day. I hate trying to get stuff done with a deadline. So if you've got to be somewhere at nine o'clock or you got to do something, so you get up at six and you like the time just ticks down. It's like, ugh. I got to rush to get this down instead of having the whole night ahead of you to go to sleep whenever, just, you know, have a little less sleep to get the thing done. I get you. I want to say hi to everybody that's in the chat room right now. We've got a few people already logging on, which is awesome. Cactus Jamie has has said, sweet mug. I don't know who you're talking about. Jay's Empire Strikes Back or my Mr. Dress Up. Either way, we've got Tate of the Toy Guy who's already said hi. What's up, Tate the Tate? Uh, Lisa Bearcat is given the horns. Still, this is just like old times. We won't hear from her again for the rest of the show. It's just the rock and roll horns at the beginning. And then, see you later. Uh, Silver Knight Kyle. Greetings, gents. And our good friend Nelson is saying hello as well. It's like the whole gang is back together again.
1: Uh, it is. Uh, and and to defend her, she doesn't really have to say much because her presence is felt. In fact. I know. Oh, I, I can feel just... it right now.
0: I, I can feel her weighing on me as well That's it's good to see me.
1: nathan back in action and uh kyle what's up dude um kyle's a big supporter of me which i really appreciate and uh, jamie nelson oh thanks for tuning in and listen to us old guys talk about when there was better days
0: supporter of <laughs> you huh i see that is kyle you're uh you're going team j why because he's well he, he comments on he
1: comments on my uh youtube stuff all the time so it's I, might well, be, I think, uh, just
0: yes. I think it's because you strategically set up the Fortress of Fangs just to be in the frame for tonight's show.
1: Well, when I when I was doing the other uh the the Four Toymen podcast, I had the table here and I, I would always whatever the theme was we were talking about, I would put something there to kind of, you know, hey, we're talking about d D stuff. Um, There's you know no what's theme there? for us, though. That, that's what I was just gonna say. That, that even the figure I'm gonna show <laughs> off is not D and D. So I don't know. You know what? I love this playset. It's my second favorite, and it's, it's cool for everyone to enjoy. <laughs> and actually, you picked up that one for me at Treehouse. I had a kind of a empty shellish Fortress of Fangs after mine got trashed when I was a kid, and uh, I was looking at piecing it together. And it's oh man. There's two skulls and like this cage prison that are worth hundreds of dollars. And it's crazy. And then Rob called me, found one at Treehouse for, you know, a couple hundred bucks, almost complete. So I jumped all over that. So that's what you see right there from our our good buddy Chris at Treehouse and my good buddy Rob. What's funny
0: about that is I stopped at Treehouse because we happened to be filming in the area for the Mr. Dress Up documentary that I'm working on. Dave was with me. And we were shooting literally down the street. And I said, Dave, we have to stop by Trios because when you're got in the to, you area, got to. <laughs> that's what you do. And they add that there because there's, of course, Jay, hey, I'm at Trios. Anything you're looking for? No, not really. Like, Jay, they have a fortress of fangs. Is it complete? It's pretty good. Not too bad shape. So that was cool. That,
1: yeah, uh, that's about it's about 85%. It's missing just a couple. It's missing that that jail and the skulls. But um much better shape than mine and it has the treasure chest which mine did not and that is really the centerpiece of that whole place that is that chest in the center so
0: yeah that's nice uh the robot menace wants to know if we're going old school since the old gang's back together if we're going to talk about captain power well just to make uh danny season two (laughs) tribute video go bad captain power captain power captain power captain power power (laughs) on with captain power We've talked about it. I'm sure we'll get back to it. Uh, Silver Knight Kyle's chiming in again. He still has the love for you too. Rock and Rob. Is is that the moniker we're going with? Cindy is saying hello as well. Hello, Cindy. Uh, And Bill. Bill, the former resident of London, Ontario, now living in parts unknown with no reason to come back anymore. Now that you've picked up your disc and your dollies from us sorry bill yeah sorry. bill's
1: bill got a pretty sweet uh piece from action figure adventure and uh again i still feel like i can't say anything so i won't see it for uh, camera it's a, it's a piece that i i still want and i've only ever seen that one time that we picked up and he's got it and he's got it nicely displayed in his house and it looks just gorgeous so that's, that's true awesome,
0: Speaking of Action Figure Adventure season
1: 1, if you
0: want to grab a DVD, a digital video disc or a Blu-ray copy of season 1, the pre-order is back up at Big Bad Toy Store, which of course is affiliated with all things we do our podcast, both our TV shows, Big Bad is completely on board. And we're working on some sponsors on the Canadian side maybe a little bit, getting a little creative with that. Of course, we've got uh, Heroes Comics as well in London, Ontario that has Action Figure Adventure on DVD. Dark Matter Collectibles in St. Thomas has it on DVD. Giant Robot Comics has it as well. Retro Rewind also has Action Figure Adventure on DVD for your viewing needs. So check out, hear what's happened, follow the journey. And I got to tell you right now, I'm pretty excited because I'm getting quite a ways through of season two right now
1: oh you are are you having fun reliving the the uh, summer road trip i love the little tidbits you've been sharing with me and i won't say anything but oh my god it's just like oh shit i remember when that happened or yeah i remember when we were in that place um a lot of fun times and a lot of things that you brought up that you know my mind is not what it used to be so (laughs) you bring up a lot of things i'm like did we do that did we go there and sure enough
0: i forget most yeah. of it too until i relive it in the moment so it's actually pretty great uh and because you know there was really only four of us it's really hard to share it with anybody else and i don't expect dave and ryan to be fully conscious or or get excited by the same things that you and i would get excited about so it's cool to share that and i i think i'm part way through episode eight now of the hunting footage now that might get compressed still with everything that we still got to film but it's kind of like the first pass a little long in the tooth maybe but good quality fun so uh it's exciting to go through maybe next week we'll tease. maybe every week going forward we'll tease a potential episode title because that's one of the things i love sharing with you and one of my favorite parts that i mentioned i like naming these episodes which always have that pop culture reference is something to do with the show
1: excuse me (laughs) and you've come up with some really great titles this time um some really creative titles I think we should share some stills too not necessarily of us but maybe just of a few cool b-roll shots that that uh, the guys shot because not that I'm comparing the two seasons but all I can say about two is that uh, it's just jammed packed full of insanity and, and just crazy pieces that uh just blew my mind Totally. Yeah. So we should share some of that. Yeah. See if
0: we can share a potential title, maybe at least a still per week, still of the week kind of kind of thing. I did want to talk about some sort of confusion that's going on. And maybe you and I can come up with some sort of creative exercise before we get into the meat and potatoes of tonight's episode. And before I do, I gotta say, not only do you have the Fortress of Fangs on display, but my eyes are hunting the way that your eyes hunt in the toy stores, and I see. The Crystal Castle behind you, the Ghostbusters Firehouse, 2002 Castle Grayskull, and the flag. Uh, You're just in the yeah. the, AT-AT, the ATAT. Is that the transforming Optimus Prime behind you as well?
1: Um, actually, that's from um, my pal Mike uh, when when he recorded with me when he came over here. He brought it uh, just kind of just to let me kind of borrow it. He's he's cool like that. That is. A uh, to scale to GI Joe Optimus Prime. So if the wow. GI Joes were actually the humans, that's how big Optimus Prime would be to them. So he's like, hey, man, I want you to have this for a while. And I put him on display. And I was like, "Jesus, cool. It's super cool. It's huge. Question um, is, what yeah. did you have to give him in return? Oh, uh, what did I give him? Uh, I gave him like a cup. He's a big cup fan. And I had um from the 86 line and I had two. Because again, saving one for the box. So I, I, I gave him one of those. He loves Lionel Standard and Cups. So I was like, here you go, man. It was really cool. It was a lot of Aww, fun.
0: Trading dollies. Dolly yeah, Brothers. Yeah. It's serious now. I like it. I like it. Motu um, Joe <laughs> is saying buy three copies of Action Figure Adventure or more. Do it. Do it now. Motu um, Joe, Mock Masters, and Retro Rags are also a big part of everything going on with Action Figure Adventure Season 2. So big shout out to them as well for supporting and sponsoring the cause uh the controversy i alluded to that i've been hearing in the background of things chats and i've had some questions some DMs since season two of our toy show uh has rolled out jay on jinx esports tv and on vimeo mm-hmm. for everyone else around the world is i don't understand the jay and rob toy show you guys do that every week on youtube so what's the difference with the tv one why am i watching it on tv when i can watch it on youtube have you heard this
1: no, but it was something that uh, a few people said last season. Um, I mean, I can answer that. That's easy. The production is 20 times better. Um, it's it's not live, which uh, I miss that part because I love talking to everybody. Um, but the production is a lot higher. Uh, Rob and I painstakingly took photos, and Rob shot a bunch of video of everything we talk about. Um, so there's a lot more that goes into it. Uh, than this podcast. This is like a bare bones. We get to hang out and talk to everybody every week kind of thing. But the TV show is just that. It's a TV show and there's a certain set of standards that it has to uh, broadcast quality standards that it has to uh, reach before um, it can be put on TV. So I would say those are the differences.
0: Yeah. It's us talking toys. So that's a definitely a lot of overlap. We certainly showcase action figures every episode. So that's overlap. So I wanted to propose something. Jay, possibly mm. a name change to our live stream to really just sure. further help yeah. differentiate because the toy show on tv is not the name is sticking i can't resubmit and i'm just not going to do it folks i'm a stick in the mud um cactus jamie is saying i didn't know about the youtube show until i watched you guys on tv it's exposure oh, that's fair that's fair it's just it's hard for me yeah. i think when we're doing promotion to say hey check us out at 7 30 and then check out a show with us with the same name at 8 30 on youtube
1: yeah i i can understand that yeah so let's change the name of the live one for sure um yeah that, i talking cool with cool two totally awesome guys basement what? dwellers uh plastic toy lords the toy lords, because of the
0: scarf lords the toy stream uh, jane rob toy stream like doll buddies oh Got to get dollies and scarves in there somehow. We would love and welcome your input to name this live stream experience to help differentiate from our, our television production that always seems to get in the way of everything. So uh, shout out some different ideas, guys. We'll see if we get any quality responses by the end of the show. And if we don't, then we'll come up with something all on our own. Whoa, what was that?
1: What I don't that? know, man. He just came down from the cosmos.
0: What was that? We were just mm-hmm. invaded.
1: Oh. Uh, the Jay and Rob live stream, Nathan says. That's not bad. I mean, that's to the point. Yeah. <laughs> Thank um, you,
0: Captain Obvious. Tater with the most obvious. Chime so in. I, th- I, I think
1: with this is that obviously the meat and potatoes is <laughs> Toy, uh, toys. To but I like Nathan's idea where it's just like our names are in it because we often it- go off the rails like we will today a bit yeah. about talking about trailers and we talk about comic books and tv shows too so i think that's a really good title
0: well well i i I really like having toy somewhere in the title or action figure somewhere in the title just because if somebody doesn't know and they stumble across it or they search you know toy podcast or something then there's a chance that it could come up and they could discover it jay and rob's toy box is Jane Rob's toy time, happy hour. The London scarf lords, northern exposure. TP down by the car. <laughs> don't overcomplicate it. Nathan, don't undercomplicate it. How about that? How about that, my friend? So how
1: about how about we get on with the show and these poor people don't have to listen to one of our production production meetings here. Let's get on. No, with the th- show. this is the show. That <laughs> is the show. This is why it's so different
0: from the this TV is on one. TV. That's laser I, focused.
1: And let me let me just say how how awesome is it that friggin seinfeld is on netflix that came wow. on just after we got done shooting the bulk of season two and it's on in the house here 24 7 it's always on the background it's so awesome i just love it i love it it's
0: good it's good i'm burning my way through curb your enthusiasm the newer stuff that i haven't seen in the last couple of years so same kind of thing i'd like where your head's at <sighs> Um, I do have an icebreaker we haven't got to. I want to hear, Jay, a childish thing that you still do. So something fun that you used to do as a kid that you still kind of maybe just play around with doing today.
1: Okay, well, I mean, if you're going to embarrass yourself, you might as well embarrass yourself. Um, So everybody grew up with, you know, like a, a baby blanket, right? I don't know why I'm telling this story. This grew up it. with it with a baby blanket and i hung on to mine for way too long because anyone who knows me really well knows that i have i I can't stop fidgeting or moving um so i'm always fidgeting with my hands and i used to like take my baby blanket and twist it up and just like rub it on my hands and and that kind of thing it's like a nervous twitch Obviously, the baby blanket went bye-bye, but I started adopting, like, I would take napkins and and (laughs) things like that, like from McDonald's. McDonald's were the best, and, like, Tim Hortons, which is a coffee shop here. And even tonight, when I was eating dinner, I do that with my napkin, and I just fold it up, and I just scrape it on my hands. Uh, I think that's a pretty childish thing that I still do, or a nervous stick. You be the judge.
0: It's a comfort mechanism, for sure, because you're sitting there soothing. It's a soothing mechanism. That's what that is.
1: That's okay. That's why when we we're when we we're shooting, I, I I brought the drumsticks so I could spin those instead let's see of it. let's see it because I didn't want uh, I didn't want uh, you know touching all that stuff with COVID and that that's probably dangerous in the public areas. So I just brought the drumstick. Uh, anyway, that's it, mine. What's yours? That's way
0: safer. Much much safer than having a little little napkin.
1: It like is because I could be like, put that down, smack. <laughs>
0: Uh, when I get out of the shower, I always still put my towel on me like it's a cape. Oh, yeah. I don't know why. Okay. I dry myself off, and then I just hang the towel over my shoulders, and, and I, you know, brush my teeth and do my hair, and I don't know why, but that I just...
1: Do you, uh, you know... You know, you got uh, two towels there, or you just got the... Uh...
0: Oh, no, it's just the one. Just the one. That's what makes me super. Yeah. Yeah, that's okay <laughs> we're ending on a high note folks uh you, uh you wanted to talk about some trailers this week
1: don't put this on me
0: we're putting this on you i said what do you want to talk about i want to talk about movie trailers and i said jay but we have a toy show like okay we'll talk about television trailers i said okay we'll talk about tv yeah, that
1: makes sense because that it makes, makes way more
0: sense it makes much more sense
1: yeah i i brought up the book of boba Fett. what was the other one spider-man
0: revelation part two
1: Oh, Revelation Part 2. We could throw in Spider-Man there real quick too because that just came out. Um, yeah, You're just you, assuming you... I've seen it. You, all, you haven't seen it? I've seen it. Yeah. So which one do you want to do first? Why don't we... I think Boba Fett is going to be the longest for the usual reasons. Um, why don't we talk about He-Man? Let's start on a, a nice positive note. What did you think? Um, I watched it twice. Um I, I want to hear your initial thoughts since you're the master of the universe. I want to hear what you initially thought.
0: Uh, it, it's hitting all the right beats for me. Like it, it feels like the arc is completing what it needs to do to tell the story. Everything is falling in place. Everything that they've set up has that call and answer to it. So I don't feel like it's going to go in a strange direction that nobody foresaw the whole, is Adam alive? Can he be He-Man without the sword? I think is the biggest question that people are going to have. And we can talk about that specifically. I like all the cameos uh. of characters. I think there's a lot of flashbacks still within that. I don't know if everybody gets brought back from the dead. Hence why, you know, Orcos maybe back and Scareglow is back. And some of the other people. I'm just not too sure on how some of the, the events fold out but I think everything uh, from a writing standpoint is it lines up where it should.
1: Uh, No, the, the, the first, the first thoughts I had were, Holy crap. Did they just give that away? Oh, I guess Skeletor's God powers don't last. Oh, I guess he man's back. Oh, I guess, you know, Evelyn is the evil sorceress. Oh, I guess Tila becomes the sorceress to, to combat Evelyn. They gave way too much away. And then you have to give us Orko's voice at the very end. Did you really need like all that stuff that you gave away? And I'm just kind of wondering, and you would know better than I would, if that trailer was cut a long time ago, or if they cut it recently to kind of appease the the fans that have really crapped on this thing. And they're kind of like, no, 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 He-Man's in it. And you know, you know, Skeletor's going to be beaten again. I just thought they showed way too much, man. They had the cards down like this, and we could see everything. I was like, really? I saw too much.
0: Well, I mean, I really don't care about how much they they showed. I just want to know when where the story's going. Right? Like, there certainly isn't enough suspense. I completely understand what you're saying there. Yes, a lot has been revealed, but this is a trailer for essentially part two of a story that is essentially two feature films back to back. I don't care that there's no like kind of big mystery. It's almost hard to do a mystery halfway through unless it's going to be a very short teaser and it just shows what Skeletor does with his powers. So, uh, you know, as far as is the trailer effective or not, I don't care and I understand why you have beef. With all of those reasons, and you're 100% yeah. right. It could have been better constructed for the sake of a trailer. In terms of where the story is going, that's fine. Obviously, we knew that Tila had a bigger destiny. That's always been part of things. I thought uh, Evelyn as the, the the counter or the anti sorceress with a bat kind of motif instead of a bird. I thought that was really cool. I'm surprised it wasn't more like Screech though. To kind of play off the old figures and whatnot. Uh, of course, Skeletor is going to lose the power. But I think the biggest thing that people take issue with can Adam be He-Man without the sword.
1: Well, apparently they can, or sorry, apparently he can, because he, he he says it. It's like, not even do we, do we get like a hint of it? He actually says, Oh, the sword was just the conduit or whatever. He-Man's always been in me. I'm just like, yeah, I've been the spark. again, Again, I'm like, did you really just say that in the trailer? So, uh, once again yeah, but that's no like-
0: different than the figure of skele god coming out even before the show oh
1: also ridiculous i mean that was the worst thing they did and i'm listen let me get this straight i'm not taking away from the show because i think the show's wicked i really do i was just i think you you got to have some some surprises and i'm sure there will be some still but there was just way too many i think it was them trying to win back the people that I uh, don't want anything to do with it. I really do. Um, well,
0: we, we heard the the beefs of, you know, this is the Teela show. Where's He-Man? Where's He-Man? You killed He-Man right away. So this trailer certainly showcases how much He-Man can possibly be in there and how much more of it is He-Man versus Skeletor than what we had seen in part one. So yes, probably to a piece, but it's also where the story is going, regardless of what fans like or didn't like. So they yeah. chose to showcase that for sure. I'm not a huge fan of the whole the sword was just the conduit as if it channels the power a certain different way. Like if that's the lightning rod, why does he he need the sword at all then? Why is that ever there? Why does Skeletor need the sword to call down the power? But He-Man doesn't.
1: Maybe it's a deeper like you really got to believe in yourself kind of thing and um, the sword helps you do it but ultimately the power is within you you have to believe in it maybe i don't know
0: i think it's a little bit like the thor thing with mielnor like thor is still the god of thunder whether he has mielnor or not right it's just you're if you're worthy of mielnor you're you're able to wield it and pick it up i guess i don't know i think it i I hope that they have a good explanation of why some people need the sword to access the power of greyskull and why other people don't And who all those other people are, because that seems like really nebulous when you start diluting it like that. Like, keep it simple. If you need the sword, then you need the sword and that's it. Right? Like, just make it simple.
1: I I think it was really, really cool that the sword was the power. Like in uh, the sequel trilogy for Star Wars, everyone was after the Skywalker lightsaber. I thought, like, the Force Awakens did that so well. And that everyone was chasing this to, to then to find Luke. That was great. And now it's like, kind of like the same thing. It's like, well, the lightsaber doesn't really mean anything. Well, this sword power doesn't really mean anything because no matter what, he's going to become savage He-Man anyway. It's like, okay. I, I, ju- I guess I just, you got to see it. And of course I'm going to watch it. I'm really excited for it. But yeah, it just, I really hope they don't mess with the mythology of Masters of the Universe too much yeah because
0: they did a brilliant thing by having the sword split in half and having to kind of recombine them right for part yeah. one i thought that was cool so having to go back down in that direction would be great but
1: but that's you know, such a sc- big that's such a big part in in watching yeah roboto who's created by man-at-arms and he dies putting the sword together so if the sword doesn't mean anything that whole part with roboto's sacrifice means nothing which would really suck because that part was great yeah. man
0: I, again, like, like if, if nothing matters, then why are you building it up in other parts only to dilute it later? Yeah. Like, don't take the piss out of something that you yeah. worked hard to build up and add gravitas towards it. Because if we're falling for it, then don't piss it away. Just like Luke throwing the lightsaber over his shoulder, like that's just like uh, oh,
1: don't, don't. I get it.
0: Don't, don't, I get don't. it, but I don't agree with that specific choice. I like Last Jedi for the record. Okay, next trailer. Yeah. What do you want to talk about? Boba Fett or Spider Man or well, at Christmas. What's has been thrown out there for us to discuss as well.
1: I, I haven't seen that one. I haven't watched it. Um, we'll so talk about that next week. I can't comment on it. Let's talk about uh, Spider-Man that I, I just saw this morning. I think it came out today or yesterday. Last night. Last night. Yeah. Um, wow. I had to watch it twice. There. There's a lot going on. Um, I will say, I would probably say my favorite part was when um, Doc Ock has spider-man pinned upside down he rips off the mask and he's like you're not parker i was like that's cool
0: yeah i mean it's cool that they've been able to retcon all the other (laughs) spider-man franchise attempts and which and they've also been able to like avoid the origin story with this new iteration of of spider-man because the audience is quite familiar with how spider-man comes to be so to be able to bring all that back in is great Here's the problem with the multiverse stuff. You can say everything is multiverse, which just dilutes any of the potency of every iteration. If it's all together, then it's it lazy just, writing. Yeah, I just think opinion, you can it's say lazy. It, lazy. it just it doesn't make anything special if it's all part of the same thing. It's cool to see Doc Ock. I really like Alfred Molina as Doc Ock, so it's cool to see him back. Was never a fan yeah. of Jamie Fox as Electro, even though they've now changed him to be green and yellow in this version. Goblin, you and I have wow. never liked the design of Goblin. So we'll Sam see. Sam yeah.
1: Goblin. Yeah.
0: We'll yeah. see how it gets used and employed and how all these villains come in to interact. Obviously, the big question is: will we see the other Spider-Mans in this universe like we saw in the Spider-Verse? Or are we just gonna see the villains? Because I think it's like some of the other Spider-Mans have died, and that's why they're not there, and some of their villains are taking over the other. Dimensions.
1: Well, the, there's all the rumors that would have gone on for a year and a bit where Charlie Cox is supposed to appear at least as Matt Murdock, um, which would be freaking awesome for me. I would love to see Daredevil in that. And that's going to be his re entrance into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, kind of rebooting that character. Um, I i don't like the Iron Spider suit. I don't like um, how he's like, you know, Tony Stark's apprentice. That's the one thing I don't like about this new Spider Man uh, film franchise. Is I, I don't well, like well that. that whole
0: part's gone now, obviously. He's no longer. Well, he was fighting
1: with, with the arms. He was fighting Doc Ock, and he had four arms, and then Doc Ock had four arms. I'm just like right,
0: the suit, but he's no longer I has just, anything I, to do with Iron Man for all the
1: sure. Well, Iron Man's gone. But I mean, I, I don't like that. Again, I'm I'm old school Spider-Man. Um it was really a lot more interesting than uh number two, which I, I didn't like. Um I, I do like the idea of You know, everyone kind of knows who he is, so he goes to Doctor Strange to kind of, I don't know, whatever it is, go back in time and change stuff. I like that aspect of it. One reason I talked about What If a little bit last week, and one reason I like What If so much is because it reminds me of the expanded universe in Star Wars where they're isolated stories that aren't connected to anything else. It's like a Twilight Zone episode. You take it for what it is, and that's it. That kind of multiverse stuff, I like. I don't like how it's like... Uh, Okay, well, you know, well, well, you know, Doc Ock died. Oh, forget it. Let's just bring him back because that's the Doc Ock everyone likes. And we'll just say it's multiverse. I just think it's lazy writing.
0: Well, I think what's even lazier is magic solves everything. Well, how do we want to do this? Well, if I cast a spell, we can do that. But, you know, careful what you wish for, which is obviously the the critical lesson that we're learning here and then you know magic can magic can rewind the tape too and bring it back dr
1: strange he's always warned not to do this stuff and he does it anyway so it's his fault too because he still goes on with. Well, i don't care
0: whose fault it is but like when you play with magic shit's gonna happen but the fact that magic can undo and put everything back is the shitty part right so If magic can undo it like it never happened, then don't give me a a multiverse two and a half hour movie that isn't going to have consequences later.
1: Well, and there never will be consequences because you can just, you know, get Dr. Strange again. And if something happens, you don't like, you know, go into that universe and do that. So again, this is the nostalgia is kicking in for me. And I I love the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies. Um, So it's great to see those characters again, but... At the same time, it's like this whole multiverse thing is just that's one reason why I stopped reading comics in the 90s was because something would happen and then all of a sudden it didn't happen. And I just felt really cheated. Where I come from, like Star Star Wars, where it's like if they killed a character, they were dead. Okay. So Obi Wan would come back as a spirit that I can accept, right? But he's still dead, you know? Yeah, well, when you get invested
0: in something and then it's undone for some stupid reasoning or logic, you feel betrayed because you were led to believe something and then, you know, wave of the wand. Oh, Robin isn't dead after all. Or Superman didn't die. It's like, well, you just said he's dead to sell a bunch of books. That's that's pretty obvious at this point.
1: Yeah, it always comes back to the Death of Superman in 1991. That was uh, the, the, the final nail in the coffin for me for comics in the 90s. But that's that's for another tale. Um, so are you excited for Spider-Man?
0: Not any more than any of the other movies, to be honest. In fact, I, I think yeah. it's a larger hill for them to climb, given what they're trying to do. Not just to appease the excitement level, but just to pull off what they're trying to accomplish with all the multiverse and have it balanced. Because the biggest downfall of of Sam Raimi's Spider-Man trilogy, the third one, is there's so many villains, Right. And that in itself became too much of a yeah. juggling act. Instead of just focusing on Sandman, but which was played by Thomas Hayden Church, which was awesome, and he makes an appearance in this trailer as well. They would have just focused on him instead of having uh, Venom in it as well. And then I don't—it's just—it's just a lot to manage when you have too many villains. Because which is the main central antagonist that you're trying to overcome? You know, it's—it's it's hard to to align all those balls. That's why like Star Wars works so well because you're always worried about Darth Vader, not. Darth dummy, Darth moron, Darth stupid, and everybody else pl- playing at the same time. you are only worried about one.
1: The way they've cut it, at least the first trailer they showed was that Doc Ock was the kind of the brains behind everything. So I, think I think you're going to
0: see Doc he, Ock turn, though. I don't think he. I think he's yeah. the one that learns the lesson, and he'll actually become a bit of a mentor figure in this, and he's going to be the one that helps them. He's going to use this as a chance of redemption because he has the most believable backstory from Spider-Man too, right? He's just trying to do it because of the healing power and provide for the world
1: so i will say um that i am not a fan of tom holland i'm also you know one of my favorite james bonds is timothy dalton so what do i know but there's something about tom holland that just doesn't do it for me i don't see him as peter parker and and quite frankly the cast of characters like mary jane and and his buddy that's with them all the time they're just so dislikable. Like I, I I don't like any of those characters. So that's a big problem. Whereas the Tobey Maguire stuff, I really liked uh, you can make fun of Tobey Maguire all you want. I liked him as Peter Parker, uh, Mary Jane. I can't remember her name. What's her name? Kristen Dunst. I liked her. I thought she, she was great. Uh, I even liked Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man. He was a little cockier, but he worked as Peter Parker, but Tom Holland, I just can't get behind it. Can't get excited.
0: Oh, you see, I like him because he's still so naive and they're really playing that, you know, he's learning to be a superhero angle. And I find that if I have fault with any of the other Spider-Man iterations, it's that they rush through the high school years of Spider-Man so fast to get to the college stuff and beyond. And there's so many stories that get set while Peter Parker's in high school. And that's a huge charm of the character. We love the street level heroes so much. And the fact that one of those street level heroes is a high school kid.
1: There's that's a huge hook there for me where these kids are really learning to do with that. It's nothing to do with that, it's the actor. I'm just not a fan of the actor. Oh, I think the actor's fine. Yeah,
0: but what I don't like about those other stories is they they move out of some prime storytelling territory right away in order to age the characters out and, and arc those stories to end them. I would just
1: i would like to see a nice normal spider-man movie like spider-man's been out since the 60s like if, if you you know even for little kids it's like who doesn't know his story can we just get a story with spider-man and just i don't need his origin i don't need to see well, that's the origin why they didn't the do it with tom it's holland
0: like, they, let, they never even go, did it you
1: know? but
0: that's why they didn't do it with tom holland he never had an or- origin story
1: yeah they did the mentor thing with iron man which i thought was just like oh and i can't i can't blame him for trying something new I, I applaud them for that but the whole like i just i didn't like it i didn't like how we got a, a suit that he could go into space and come on man this is getting a little stupid here but uh, again it would be like giving daredevil a jetpack. it's like okay well he's not daredevil anymore right he's more he's something else but I want to see it. I'm definitely not going to make a trip to the theater to do it. It takes a lot to get me to go there. Um, but if it's on Disney plus, yeah, I'll definitely check it out.
0: I don't know if it'll be on Disney plus given it's a Sony film, right? So you'll probably have to wait until you can rent it or Netflix acquires the rights to stream it. I'll wait. I'll wait. All right. Book a Boba Fett, which is coming <laughs> to Disney plus. And then we'll talk about some toys
1: folks. I promise. Okay. So all I've read and all I've seen is people dumping on it, which is no surprise because it's star Wars. And that seems to be what star Wars fans do. No offense to all star Wars fans, but I'm just so tired of it. Um, it seems that nothing, and I mean, nothing makes you happy. And I'm going to quote Junkman here. Cause I watched his video, uh, when he was talking about, um, the book of Boba Fett and the number one complaint that he read also is the same one that I read are you ready for this Rob what do you think is the number one thing that people complained about the trailer just take a guess just I want you I want to hear what you think
0: I'm guessing it's that his helmet is off most of the time
1: his helmet comes on and off absolutely so the mystery of the character is gone
0: mystery was gone in season two of the Mandalorian from that side of it
1: the mystery was gone in 2002 when you saw you know Django fett without the helmet and you know that that's boba fett that's what he looks like come on it's just crazy and then the other thing was that he's bigger now this really pisses me off okay um a bunch of our idols that we're into rob you know music guys and and stuff like that like vince neal they're bigger now and i hate how you're a 40 50 60 year old man and people expect you to have the body of a 21 year old with a shredded six pack i think it's absolutely ridiculous the fact that boba fett or the actor is just a bit bigger i think that's great man because he's older and guess what that's what happens to people when they get older man you know they think the guy's gonna run on a treadmill for eight hours just i think it's ridiculous but anyway those are my two complaints other than that I liked it. They didn't give away too much. I really don't know what it's about. Uh, He's taken over Jabba's palace. He's kind of like, looks like the crime Lord of Tatooine. I'm Looking forward to it.
0: Yeah. What's funny about the, the old magical spell of aging is, you know, had they cast a different character, people would have been upset about that. Cause like, Oh, wasn't he a clone? Shouldn't he look like Django from 2002? And now it's somebody else. What's wrong with that? Well, we gave him a six pack at least. So shouldn't be happy about that. Well, I just, and I know like fans, right?
1: I know that Daniel Logan was driving fans. hard to to play this part, and Daniel Daniel Logan played Boba Fett in, in episode two, but the problem is, is that uh, I can't remember his name. Tamara, Tamara, something I remember I remember Morrison, I think Morrison. Yeah, um, he's the right age that Boba Fett should be at that time in the Star Wars saga so he was the perfect choice he's also Um, the voice yeah well there's that yeah exactly you're not going to change it now in the saga you're not going to I just think I don't know I don't know Star Wars wise man I don't know what people want and frankly I, I don't care it's just ridiculous it's nice that we're getting a break from the Mandalorian because the way season two ended was so epic I'm still riding that high. So I'm glad Mandalorian will be next Christmas and we're getting something different uh, this year. We're getting Boba Fett.
0: As as far as my take on the trailer, um, it's kind of the opposite of what you said about revelation. Like it gives nothing away. Um, Wish there was Mm. a little bit of something to go on some sort of hint of story. I think we'll get another trailer down the road that really kind of points the direction of what the season is. Because right now I just feel like I'm looking at pretty shots and cool one-liners and, like you said, very mobster Mafioso kind of imagery set in the Star Wars universe with some scenes of conflict and, you know, blasters and guns. And none of it really does anything for me. But I also don't really give a damn because sign me up. I just want to watch and see how it unfolds. This whole culture of trailers and the countdown to the Spider-Man trailer, the countdown to this trailer, it's like, yeah. it It really kind of misrepresents what matters most, and that's kind of like good storytelling. You know, you want to check it out, yeah. go check it out. Sit down and watch it. Don't judge the movie based on the trailer. Yes, it's going to be indicative of it, but creating a trailer is so much different than, than creating the episode or the feature length film they're completely different art forms
1: oh yeah absolutely um i I would agree with that totally i just i think that there were so many people right away that were like i'm not even going to watch this and i I just don't know how you can have such a closed mind with, with obviously you love star wars if you watch the trailer you know Joe Schmo, who doesn't know anything about Star Wars, isn't going to watch a Boba Fett trailer that uh, Boba Fett sounds like a, a car part or something <laughs> they are going to know what that yeah. is. So it's just Star Wars fans who are going to watch this and it's just judging right off the bat, judging right I, off the bat. It's just like, I'm, oh, this is not how Boba Fett should be. Boba Fett should be like this. It's like, what? I'm really curious
0: why it's called the book of Boba Fett. Like, why is it a book? Is this something that people are going to find later with all his tales written down? And these are like different chapters and adventure that go into the book. Is it like his rule yeah. book? Like, I I don't know. So that it'll be curious to see how they weave the title into that. I mean, because the Mandalorian is a pretty self-explanatory title. Uh, but I got faith yeah. in the creative team. Like, why wouldn't I? And I, I think more than that, uh, everything that's come out of the Mandalorian uh, really has a shot and has, has earned my trust. So this Obi-Wan, when we get that later, I'm super pumped for, of course um yeah i just want to sit down and watch it all you know i don't care about the trailers i'm, I'm not going to get emotionally swayed one way or another and go online and clang 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 on my keyboard and, and say how upset i am that the helmet's on and off it's probably hard to breathe in there in that Tatooine heat jesus
1: but it's so funny it's like everyone needs to. even darth vader removes his helmet I like know, and an I'm going an to write about it tomorrow on a
0: blog. I'm going to write about it tomorrow on a blog.
1: Like, And I don't know if everybody thinks that all you know Mandalorian tribes are the same or go by the same creed. They don't. But don't what, you what, know, when you remove your helmet in Star Wars, it's it's like not
0: good. You don't do that, Vader. That's why Vader died. That's why Finn didn't become a Force user. He removed his helmet. You he should have listened to Phasma. Should have done it.
1: Yeah, well, you know what? I'm looking forward to, I think it's December 29th this year. So that's uh, a really Either late way. start, but uh, I, I can't wait. It's going to be great. I think all three I'm going to check out for sure. So no real complaints, just some minor stuff. Um, but again, I'll say it to everybody out there you don't have to watch anything. Uh, people feel obligated because they like Spider-Man that they have to watch this movie. You don't have to watch this movie. If you don't like it, if you like the filmation, he man, you don't like revelation. You don't have to watch it. It's, you
0: have to watch it. You have to have an opinion and you have to share it. <laughs> you got to buy That's the new the toys. toys. You got to do yeah. it. You got to do, you got to do a live stream with the toy Lords. Um, Let's talk about one more thing and then get to Action Figure Spotlight. There's a bunch on our list, and I'll carry it over for next week's discussion. Jay, I want to talk to you about the newest big toy item that is causing quite a divide for one of the most rabid fan bases out there, and that is Super 7's TMNT party wagon that comes in at a hefty price tag of $450 U.S. Dollars from Super 7. Wha- wait but a minute. If you live in it's Canada... What? $450. How much is it? $450. But if you live in Canada, it's $499 US.
1: What are you talking about? It's $450. It's a true story. <laughs> Did you not know this? No.
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna That's have to ridiculous. I'm gonna have to double check this. I'm looking this up. Yeah, yeah, it's four ninety-nine. I'm gonna I'm gonna For do a little what? screen share right now. Hey, I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna bring it on the screen.
1: Oh my god! Give me a break! That there is ridiculous. Four ninety
0: nine from Big Bad Toy Store. So for us Canadians, that's what is five hundred dollars or U S dollars plus shipping plus duty. So this is
1: okay. Hang on. It's it's let me let me clear this up here. It is to scale with the six inch figures, correct? Yeah. Look at this. So it's twenty inches long.
0: So it's almost two feet long. It's over a foot high. And it's over a foot uh, deep as well. So it's room for six ultimates, which are the six-inch scale figures. So very comparable to the Thunder Tank. I think the actual dimensions, because it, it the, the shape is a little bit different than the Thunder Tank, it's not as wide, but it's taller than the Thunder Tank.
1: Okay. So my usual way of thinking comes into play with this too. If turtles is your thing, you know, may, maybe it's not so bad for you if that's what you're collecting, you're all in on turtles. Um for me, I have the vintage one and that's good enough. I'm not saying it doesn't look good, but it's, you know, the same reason I didn't pull the trigger on the Thunder Tank, man. It's ridiculous. I would rather take that $500 and put it towards the Slayer if I ever found it, the LJN one. Um but I I think you might be you you might have pre-ordered this. I think someone told me that.
0: Oh yeah, it was an insta buy for me. I mean, look at the details in this image right now that I've got that they've just littered the inside with. We talk about, you know, the the small details on vehicles like Rhino on the inside and the little steering wheels and all the little doodads that they got for that, for those figures. This is a six-inch scale version vehicle, seat belts, duct tape. You can tell how lived in it looks. Insta-buy for me, yeah, it's expensive. But like you said, if Turtles is your thing and you're all in yeah. on the line, which I am for the Super 7 Playmates one, I've you know capped off the cartoon one from NECA. I'm pretty much done with the movie one from NECA as well because I can't think there's too much that I'd want to get that. This is the perfect capstone. I've already hit kind of where my figures ended as a kid. So any other figures that I think Super 7 is going to release based on the Playmates figures this is going to be outside of my past playtime nostalgia if it's cool figure maybe but this is no different than basically two waves of figures so i could either buy the next two waves of figures of characters i have no connection to for the most part or i can get something like this and just truly love it
1: yeah no uh there's no way, and I love the first gen of turtles uh very much uh, there's absolutely no way I'd pay four hundred and ninety nine dollars for that Mm-mm. oh no, I'm a hundred percent in because I, I i know when to I see it. It. it's gonna be great. Oh, it's gonna, of course, it's gonna be great. It better be for $500. That's crazy talk, man. That's, and we talked about um, last time the Sky Striker, $300, which also is ridiculous. 229,
0: 229.
1: But yeah, that's pricey with shipping and all that. Yeah. People said
0: the same thing about Classics, Greyskull, and Snake Mountain, though. And frankly, Snake Mountain was super pricey. And yeah. I don't know that it's worth it for that price. I mean, of course, it's gone up in value. But there isn't much to it. I mean, it's sitting behind me. It looks beautiful. But on the inside, just like the original Snake Mountain, there really isn't much. So you're really paying for that awesome sculpt on the outside, which you can't really set figures up on, save one or two spots. So it's really just a display piece. And yet it costs like the same amount as the party wagon. But the party wagon, you can have six figures in there. It can close and open. Wait wait a minute. Snake
1: Mountain was the same price as the party wagon? Yep. Oh, dude, that that is obscenely overpriced for that vehicle. I'm Costs sorry. have gone I up, just, though. You
0: got to remember, it's been three years. Look uh, how much, even, even look so. how much the average figure has gone up. So think about how much sure. has to go into that. I, and I I'm think 100% that's it's in. also
1: crazy too, which is we talked about slowing down too, right? With with this stuff. Well, I was going to
0: challenge you about something about that. Yeah, that's in my notes yeah. too. I was going to say I have a slowdown challenge for you.
1: Sure. The
0: so slowdown. Yeah, I'm up for it. Any challenge. All right, the toy slow down challenge, the Jane Rob Toy Show live stream toy crusader slow down challenge. I challenge you, Jay, not to buy any more toys going forward until the end of season two airs on Jinx. So we've got nine, eight or nine more weeks to go.
1: Oh boy. You're not even like doing like soft, like you can't buy anything for a week or two. It's like the whole thing.
0: It's the whole thing. Now, if you have a pre-order and you've already set it up on Big Bad, don't touch it. It doesn't count. Gifts from other people, because Christmas is around the corner, doesn't count. You can't get somebody to give you a gift and then you give them money. That's skirting the rules. has to be in the spirit. You're not going to buy anything for yourself.
1: I, I, think, I think I'm up for the challenge. Um, again, you and I have talked off camera about this and how... It's just getting a little bit too much for both of us. Um, I, I'm not saying I'm gonna be successful or you're gonna be successful by any means. In fact, I have little faith in both of us, but I'll do it. Well, what okay. are the stakes here? We got some stakes or uh no.
0: There's no stakes.
1: No, no stakes. Just- just the honor system, and and if you if you cave, tell the other guy, and then it's we'll post the it honor on our Facebook. Grace, no. How about that? We'll put it on Facebook, and and we humiliate yeah. ourselves. So if it's I just, if I cave, I'll post it on social media, and everyone can make fun of me. And yeah, and so same with Some you. sort
0: of video where it's like I, Rob McCallum, accepted and failed the toy buying challenge.
1: And and let me tell you something. If you fail the toy buying challenge, that toy better be pretty damn impressive <laughs> to to do it yeah i mean i'm just looking And that includes
0: making new pre-orders you can't pre-order anything new
1: <sighs> but i don't have bats or alley viper yet
0: well i'm sorry buddy that's the challenge there's revelation figures coming out i don't have either all
1: right <laughs> too much science. Right. um yeah I, I i accept let's do it Let's do it. You're on. You're on. Okay. All right. We'll see how this goes, folks. Next week, we'll
0: both be out posting our videos. Um, let's do Action Figure Spotlight. Jay, we had on on our Jinx TV show, we did an Action Figure Spotlight-centric episode where it was nothing but Action Figure Spotlights because so many people loved that part of this show and, and last season. So we crafted a game where... We each picked three or four figures, and we had to guess, but the theme was tying uh, all our selections together. Check it out on Jinx Esports TV or on Vimeo this Friday. You can check it out as well. I have a couple figures that do tie together. I don't know if you only have one figure to show. But what was yeah. that? What was
1: that? I don't know. Again? He, he came down from the cosmos again. Okay.
0: Okay. Do you have one figure? Do you have two figures? What do you got?
1: Uh, besides Onyx Silver Surfer, I do have another one. That, that I would like to show. Yeah. So,
0: okay, well, let's um, do these quick because our time is running out. We'll try to do two figures each and then wrap it.
1: Oh, I, I, I wasn't really going to spotlight surfer, but this is the onyx surfer. Um, I had to get two of this guy to open it a fantastic story again, messing with time and stuff like that. He goes back to take out King Thanos and he has Thor's hammer. Uh, this wasn't the figure I was going to spotlight though. Um, this isn't anything I picked up too recently, but I'm very happy to complete one of my favorite toys of all time. And Rob, I know you love this line, too. And it's just Prince Dargon. I finally found all his accessories in one in really, really great shape. And um, I'm such a big fan of the Sectars line and just how gorgeous they are. The colors, the metallic shine. And he's got holsters for all his weapons. He could carry everything, which is great. And uh, I just wanted to show that off because I don't think sectars get enough love. That's my prince.
0: That's interesting. Now, I know you didn't come into this crafting a theme, but if I was going to try to guess a theme, I would say that Sunbow and Marvel did cartoons in the 80s. Silver Surfer was a Marvel character. And I believe it was Sunbow and Marvel that did the Coleco's sectars. Correct.
1: That's that yes, that's a good guess but you're wrong. I didn't know there was supposed to be a theme, so I'm just going to make up one like you do. No, I know Rob, mine are legitimate themes. <laughs> you're wrong. It was two figures that happened to be on my desk. So nice try but uh ah oh, so be, Better luck next time, buddy. Better luck that next so time. I was so
0: close. Let's let's see if you can get mine. So my first figure I want to showcase fresh from a from a mail day is Spider-Man, Sandman. So there you go. Uh, They call him Marvel Sandman, of course, not uh, to confuse with everything else. So I don't know if you've seen this figure. It's that lovely uh, thick cardboard that I love from the Spider-Man retro waves. But there he is. It's just such a beast of a figure. I don't love the sculpt, though. I find him a little square. Look how square those shoulders are. He doesn't really have kind of that heroic or that villainous kind of arching posture, but I love all the the accessories that we have here, those hands and can come out and throw in alternately. And that alternate head is great, but I find him a little stout and a little blocky
1: compared uh, to some of the other figures. I, I think he's supposed to be right. Cause he's always turning into sand stuff. I man. guess, um, but I,
0: I found the same problem with the goblin figure from the line. I find him a little kind of narrow unnecessarily.
1: Maybe they're doing a know. little bit of a retro throwback in the, in the sculpts. I, I love that figure. I, uh, my buddy, Kevin showed me his um, the other week, but I haven't found one yet. And I guess I'm not allowed to get him now. So <laughs> yeah, well,
0: ha ha. <laughs> well, this later. is mine.
1: <laughs> so that's
0: one. So now this one is a deep cut and you're going to see it and you'll be like, only you would get this as an action figure.
1: You, you probably don't even not, know. What please it is. no more Dick Tracy stuff, please. No, it's, it's
0: not Dick Tracy at all. This is Kevin, now, do you know what Kevin is, Jay? Uh,
1: Pixar something.
0: <laughs> yeah, so it's from the movie Up. This is from okay. Maddie Collector. So the new Mattel Online Collector portal where you can get stuff like that translucent okay. Skeletor that I got. They're doing yeah. a run of Pixar Spotlight series. So you can see there the Pixar Spotlight series. They now have Woody Up as well as Wally. From the Pixar films. And this was the first one they put up. So this was 40 US dollars. But this is a a a 9.5, 10 inch figure. That is fully poseable in a lot of different ways. From the movie Up. It has Kevin. Which is actually uh, Mama Bird. And his or her babies. And it's really unique. And they've never really done any figures from that movie. And it's a personal favorite of mine. So I thought the price was Pretty great for what you get on it compared to some of the other figures that they're offering, especially that Wally figure that they just announced, which is GI Joe size. So mm. 3.75 inch for 40 US dollars, and you get a couple accessories compared to something like that. Now, there have been other Wally Tchotchke figures, yeah. but this was cool. And in the spirit of me opening more and more stuff up, having something like that bird, which is a little bit like a Where's Waldo in the film where people are trying to catch it, I can just see me putting it in different spots in my collection and it kind of hiding and standing out in fun ways. So uh, oddball niche pick that you would never have in your collection, but I thought it was cool and I really dig the sculpt on it. So that's why. No, it's
1: cool. I don't even, I don't even think I've seen up. No, I haven't seen up, so I don't know who that character is, but I know you're, you're into all that stuff. So that's great. So
0: what is the theme that connects these?
1: Uh, is it, it's, the voice of Sandman does that character too?
0: No, 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 dun,
1: dun, dun, dun. Wah, wah, wah. no,
0: these were just figures that were on my desk. So, these were figures that were on my desk, and that's the theme for tonight.
1: there are also figures from the Mail Day. That they was my also, theme. You can't have they, the same theme I have. That was my theme. What
0: are the odds? Uh, they're also figures from two companies that Disney has bought and produced movies for. So, You can go with whatever theme you want. I'll tell you that you're wrong and say what the real one is as we do. Uh, Where can people find you for more shenanigans and online playtime, Jay?
1: Oh, check me out on uh, YouTube. Just my name. And uh, I'm around on social media. I love talking to everyone. So stop by and say hi. Uh, Share your toy stories with me too, because uh, I get that every day. Someone's like, Hey, have you seen this or check out my collection? I, I, it's cool man i love seeing uh the joy that all this stuff brings to everybody um so yeah please keep reaching out it's awesome
0: and i'm having fun chatting with everybody on twitter these days at rob mczob drop me a line there you'll see all the different things that we're promoting of course but instead of just being a non-stop promotion machine not that i don't like talking about it with you guys and hearing what you guys think we're posting a lot of other stuff too just weird Fun, crazy stuff so get with us on the Twitter and the Instagram if you are a slave to the gram like so many of you are we end every episode with the same fun catchphrase which we might have to change if we change the name of the show Uh, for the love of toys Jay and the warmth of scarves
1: take care of yourselves no wait that's your line
0: (laughs) take care of yourselves
1: (laughs) Uh, do you, does everyone out there know that we just ripped off Jerry Springer? No, we changed
0: it because we added the other part on top.
1: Uh, well, well, say it again. <laughs> line, line.
0: For the love of toys and the warmth of scarves, take care of yourselves.
1: Because the best time... No. no. <laughs> and each other. Oh, and each other. Sorry. Because the, the best time of Jay?
0: day... Jay? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Just quit. <laughs> Let's just quit where we're at. Okay. It's the play best time. time of day,
0: Jay. What's the best time of Jay? The best time of Jay is play, Jay.
1: The early morning. That's when I think the bestest.
0: All right. <laughs> Thanks for watching everything on Jigs. Grab a DVD of Action Figure Adventure. We'll see you next week, folks. Cheers.
1: Cheers.